I've got the world on a string Sitting on a rainbow Got the string around my finger What a world, what a life I'm in Welcome to Philly Sportscast with your host, Derek, Dave, and E-Money. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How was the Thanksgiving break? Because of E-Money, it was awesome. Heck yeah, it was. Well, Dave, give me a number. Four, Four and one. Again. Two years in a row. E-Money, how much money can you possibly put in my back pocket? I'm telling you guys. I just hope people out there are loving every minute of it. If you guys, any of you guys are betting and taking my picks, come on on forums and let me know. Show me some love. Show some love. There was a typo on the front front page said e-money picked denver yes there was but if you listen to the show you know he picked kansas city kansas city was that my fault yeah okay my bad that's all right but i think because after the show when we were talking about it me and you were like oh we like denver oh right that ain't gonna happen that's my bad it happens it was the holiday season yeah man what are you gonna do you had a lot of turkey on your mind i had a lot of turkey on my mind but i do want to say one thing i don't know what sports team i have on my mind and here's a good example of that driving home tonight you know how wip has those little um those little, like, the breaks in the action where it's like an announcer right. says something, and at the end it goes, We are the greatest Rob sports station in the world. We got all the balls. <laughs> and you know how they do that? Yes. So tonight it was during the Eskin show, and um, I'm driving home, and he wasn't on, but it, they did like a recording of what he said like a week ago, a week or two ago. And I didn't know. I was just coming into my car. I didn't know exactly what it was. And he, and this is like his quote. He's like, they got no heart. They're not a playoff team. The veterans don't want to play. The rookies don't want to play. The coach stinks. And if the coach, that same thing happens again next year, he should be out of here. And you know what hit me? Like a ton of Who's wrecks. he talking about? What team is he talking about? He could be talking right. about all four teams. That he could be. So that is what really put it in perspective for me all week. Who was he talking about? The Eagles. Uh, see, I thought he was talking about the Flyers. I know. Because that sounds like his prediction at, like, at the playoffs. About his, exactly. And so I assume at the very beginning, I thought he was talking about the Flyers. Yeah. But he could have been talking about the Sixers. They just stink. <laughs> yeah, but, and then he could be talking about the Phillies too. So, guys. Well, the Phillies, you know. I don't know about the Phillies. Listen, if a, if a Philadelphia fan hears this quote, they got no heart. They don't have the talent. The veterans don't want to play. The rookies don't know how to play. The coach should be out of here next year if it goes on. The same thing goes on. And we hear that about... Once every two years. No, but we Once hear the that... the new coach comes in. Right, but we hear that just as a blanket statement, and we don't know what team he's talking about. Right. Isn't that the scariest freaking thing on earth? It's horrible. Especially for a... Um... I mean, guys, we talk about Philly sports every... Thursday night in the wonderful basement. And we talk about it outside the basement every day. We talk about it outside the basement every day, Ev. We're very right. hardcore people. Th- this town is hardcore. True. This, this isn't Charlotte, North Carolina. No, it's wow. not. Wow. You know, it's uh, this is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What do we got? We got nothing. We, we got, got a whole lot no of cans. Hope. We got nothing. Of course. We got nothing, guys. You, I, I kind of see where Evan's saying, no, they wouldn't be talking about the Phillies because their young players do play. Cole right. Hamels. Right. Cole Hamels, Ryan uh, Howard. Chase Ali, yeah, You're right. On and on and on. But their manager should go. We thought that. Now they're actually Two doing, years ago. Yeah, they're going to be doing like coaching by uh, committee there. I mean, they bring in all these ex-managers the ex- to put yes. them everywhere else. Right. Charlie, you just sit there. Here, we're going to yeah. fire everybody else around <laughs> you, but you're going to stay here and take the heat because you're so good at it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, but my, I thought he were hiring all these coaches because in order to even the bench out so the bench doesn't fly up in the air, <laughs> that could be they have too. to put that many other guys at the other end. He doesn't even walk erect when he goes out to that mound. No, he oh, doesn't. Oh, no, but Charlie, man, we, we're behind you. One more Good thing. time, Charlie Manuel. Charlie what, Charlie? Go get your manual. You get... <laughs> If you get Manny Ramirez in town, we'll be all right. You think that's going to happen? All though? is forgiven. No, I don't. But okay. I mean, that's the only way all is going to be forgiven. Well, he's got to go to the, the Barnes & Noble to get the old... Manual's manager. manual. Manual for dummies. The yellow book. Managing for dummies. Yeah, managing for dummies. Right on, Ev. Dave? Yes? How do you feel about the Flyers these days? I'm feeling better. Better than before, but they're still... Last night, they lost a game in the last period. Better is not good. Winning. Better is not good because they're not winning consistently. Okay, so, for example, last night, yes. right? They're winning that game. They're pretty much winning the entire game. Yes. Right? They're in a great position to get out of there with two points and, you know, have been awesome. a win under their belts. What happens on the aggressive side of play or what doesn't happen on the aggressive side of play that makes them lose that game? Uh, well, one was uh, just a bad break. Gagne came in on a breakaway last night. I don't know if you guys watched the game. Nice little move on the goalie right off the post. Beats the goalie and everything. That would have put him up an extra goal. That would have been a nice little breathing room. Doesn't happen. So now the game's still close. Nashville can skate. They have some really good skaters. They're leading uh, the Central Division right now, I believe it is. They're over top of Detroit. They're just playing over their head. So coming out of a win with that would have been awesome. It would have been the first three-game win streak this year. Didn't happen. But the good thing is when they came out tonight, they just they kept playing up to with a high energy going out there. They took a 2-0 lead at the end of the first period against the Islanders. Not the Islanders are that good, but you, these are the games they have to win. they got to start putting a whole bunch of wins together. they got to play 700 hockey to make the playoffs. Well, you know, oh, you that, say the they, Islanders aren't that good. But, I mean, their record's better, you know, so well, much better than the Flyers. Exactly. I mean, but I know it's early in the season. Also, with the Islanders, Alexi Yashin's out. Oh, okay. So they're top player. Yep. So that kind of lowers them down some. Sure. And the Flyers do have a good team. Between Gagne, between Forsberg, between Knubel, who just got that two-year extension. Yeah. They still have good quality players. We said earlier we were reading Sportscade. Mike, Mike Rathje's out indefinitely, which is good. He is slow. Give him some time off. Bring up the younger players. They brought up uh, Lars Janssen again. They have, I think, Pickenin's out, but they have, uh, what's his name? Timonen or something like that. One of the, He came up. They're bringing up a lot of young guys to play defense. They have Randy Jones. He's looking Randy okay. Jones, there, yeah. Yeah. Randy yeah, Jones. Randy Jones. Uh, <laughs> you think they're going to, uh, when do you think they're going to sign Forsberg for an extension or a little contract think, action? When's that all going to go down? When he proves that he's not hurt. He's always hurt. And that's you can't send him out for these contracts because he was actually talking about retirement at one time this year. Right. Because of his ankle. His toe. Right. right. So if he's always going to have problems, you're going to say, okay, well, we're going to have to base that on your contract. Also, if you're talking about retirement, if you're saying you're in that much pain, we can't give you a three-year contract, and then you're going to back out after one year. Sure. So that's gonna. So you think so? So you don't think they're gonna give him a, a long term contract till the end of the year, maybe, or the next couple months? I, yeah, I'd probably assume the end of the year because I think come February, if they're still playing horrible, if they're still at the bottom of the basement, whoop, time to trade them. You know what? Trade them with like a possible playoff team, possible playoff team that can you know, use a great scorer, get some prospects, something like that. Hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, they do that, then of course they're admitting, hey, we're out of the playoffs. And well, wait a second, then we'll be rebuilding for no. the next two years. Because I understand what you're saying, Evan. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Dave, you can't say this team has to play 700 hockey to. Make make the playoffs with a straight face and then say oh they're going to give up because they're, that means they're not in the playoffs there's no way they play 700 hockey throughout the season, rest of the season well, it's they, impossible no it's not with the, with the way this team is playing with the way they lost that game last night you're telling me that game could play 700 hockey they came out tonight they played a great game they're playing a great game but I understand what you're saying Dave but it's this team doesn't have the wherewithal does not have the talent does not have the spunk to play 700 hockey for the rest of this year if you look therefore at, they don't make the playoffs you agree with that no I think they do have the talent 
talent. That's what I was saying. They have Gagne. They have Forsberg. They have Knubel. They have Mike Richards, who's finally starting to score a couple goals. Jeff Sanderson's playing okay. Jeff Carter's going to come back probably in three, four weeks. Nice young guy. Hopefully, he's going to start scoring again. They have two good lines. Their defense is slow, but now with Ratchy out, you get to bring up one of these young guys. A little inexperienced, but you know what? You're bringing up speed, and that's what they want. Okay. All right, that's good enough for me. But, I mean, you're the Flyers expert, but I, I, I just don't know how you can actually say with a straight face that this team's going to play 700 hockey. Oh, I'm not saying they're going to play. To make well, the playoffs, they're going to need to play. You can't play okay, 500 so they, hockey. I understand. So they need, to make, they need to play 700 hockey to make the playoffs. However, don't you think if they traded Forsberg now would be better? Because you're saying they're giving up, but it is almost impossible. They should give up. I'm not saying they're giving up. I'm saying if. Like Evan said, do you think they're going to sign him to a contract? And I said, They'll probably wait to the end of the season. Come February, if they're still just lagging around 500, they're not doing anything, they're still the bottom of the thing, they might trade Forsberg. That might be a possibility with everything that's going on between his injury, between saying, hey, I might retire because of my foot, and on and on. They might just say, you know what, we can't have that. We're going to trade you, bring in some different players. Gotcha. Let me ask you a question. What is the cutoff date for the Flyers season? When he, when you just say, you know what, they fell off the cliff. Or was the record? Record, yeah. Record and not having the time to get back to where they need to be to get that eighth seed. I would say once they hit 30, if they hit 30 losses before, I would say February 1st. Okay. That's what we'll talk about then. 30 losses before February 1st, you agree the season's over. I, well... Yeah, because anytime you're losing 30 games, that means they only can lose 10 more games from February 1st till April, which is going to be a little better than 700 hockey there. Right on. So, and that's, once you go below 500, there's a good chance you're not making the playoffs. Okay. So, 40, I mean, they play 82 games. Right. 40 losses sure. is going to be right around 500. And if they have that 30 games by February 1st, it's not going to look good. Right on. Okay. So, we'll revisit it then. Yeah, we'll keep talking about that. But I do want our listeners to um, take note that we didn't start with the Eagles tonight, and there's a good reason for that. Because they are literally the worst tackling team I've ever seen, and therefore they don't deserve your, as a fan's, respect. <laughs> they don't deserve my respect. Ev, do they deserve yours? Hell no. Dave? <laughs> Not at all. When Joseph Adai scores three touchdowns with eight minute, over eight minutes left in the half, three touchdowns? Joseph Adai. Joseph Adai, rookie. Stud. <laughs> They don't even have a. They don't even have a running game. Could you imagine if LT played against uh, oh. Daniel Thompson played against the Eagles for one? He would have to stop at halftime. He would have to. You know, I really wish I could see that this year. But it's a <laughs> guys. It's a. I firmly believe that it's an attitude that you have to have to tackle. They, these guys are getting the snot kicked out of them, and they don't even care. Well, you know what? They're. Un, I think they're undersized. They're an undersized football team. Well, I, well, it was Trotter who said it was an attitude. Also, and if Trotter is saying it's an attitude to tackle, why is he missing he, tackle? Yeah, he's your leading tackler. Yeah, well, you know what? He's been he's been he's been saying that stuff for two years now. Two seasons, he comes out and he says, you know, these guys aren't getting it done. But he never points himself. He never points the finger at himself. Right. Ever. He always goes, oh, you know, I don't know what's up with these guys. You know, he doesn't say it like that. But I mean, he in those roundabout ways, he's saying he's still a stud. But the guy to the left and right of him just aren't getting it done. I do. I mean, that's a feeling I get right. when I, I hear him talk. I want to give a quick shout-out to Mike Bartram, who's out for the season with an injury. Because, and here's my shout-out, he made the hardest tackle on in that game against Indianapolis on special teams. Maybe the only tackle. <laughs> so I want to say we're going to miss you, man, on special teams because it would have given us something to watch. You know what was crazy is if we could have kept that offense off the, off the field, it would have been a game. I mean, our offense was looking pretty solid the whole game. Well, that's what they're doing now. They're doing controlling the ball. They're going to run. Yeah. They're going to throw those short passes. But, I mean, strict, strict West Coast offense style. Right. Oh, they owned them. It, 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 when it, and what, what's the crazy part about it is it got to 10 points. When it, um, Sheldon Brown made that incredible interception. It was awesome. 
terrific. And, they, and Garcia threw that touchdown to Westbrook, and it was a touch, and then they were within 10 points. And that defense had the chance to step up, go a three and out, and see, give that offense a chance to really see what it could do and maybe yep. get close. And what did they do? The Colts ran the ball. They gave, the ball, they gave it right to a die. In that, during that drive, that touchdown drive, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning did not throw the ball once. See, that's amazing. Now, that's got to tell you something right now oh as a coach, God. as a fan, as anything. Peyton Manning's like, you know what? I don't even have to pass no, to beat this dude, team. Dude, that is Tony Dungy and his offensive coordinator giggling to themselves via yep. their Motorola headsets. So what's John Fox going to do this week? D'Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yo, everybody, I said last week, I don't, you know what? I'm not sure if I said on the podcast, but I was saying it to my, uh, my peers. I said, Joseph Adai is going to have a huge, huge day. Huge oh, you're day. right. And uh, show enough. Show, show enough. enough. Show enough. And uh, D'Angelo Williams is going to have a huge, huge day on Monday night. Wow. I mean, th- this team, this team is, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore, you know, it's man. It's, they don't even care. That defense is the worst defense. I mean, your front, I- I'll-, I'll give it up. To the point where I remember the beginning of the season they were going to change linemen, they were going to get fresh breaks because right. they, they were undersized, and it didn't work out because Freak got hurt, and you know, and what's his face Bunkley just stinks. Like Bunkley terrible. didn't even play. Bunkley missed, he the, missed plane. the plane. How do you do that as a rookie? I thought rookies were supposed to carry the bags to the uh, plane. Oh, not anymore when they sign multi-million dollar you know contracts and didn't do anything yet. So nuts. What are they ranked uh, in rushing? Twenty seventh, twenty eighth. I think forty second. A couple of college teams are beating them still. Yeah, I believe it. The best uh, game they had keeping a rusher down was against Tiki Barber. Yeah, man. Second week. How how do you do that? You let it die. You let Jones Drew, Freddie Taylor. Right. I don't think Houston had a lot of rushing going on just because they don't have a back. No, they had Lundy. Well, Tennessee. I mean, Travis Henry had a great game. Great game, yeah. Stud. That's next year when I'm doing fantasy football. Whoever they're playing, I'm going to pick them up the week before. Or make a trade for them at least. Well, hopefully next year they'll they'll be able to you know they see better. the error of their ways because we're going to have to totally restructure that whole front seven. And I mean the, the secondary can't make tackles. They just don't. And we knew that going in. Everybody knows it. And that's don't. what happens too. Once they start getting beat down, you start seeing the flaws in Dawkins. Mm-hmm. He's got to start making too many plays. The cornerbacks, I still have no problem with the cornerbacks. No way, man. Cornerbacks are. St- I like I like our corners, man. Yeah. But there's nothing. I, there's nothing. There's nothing these guys can do if they're going to see a Travis Henry come at them right. or you're going to see a Joseph Adai come at them with their with their shoulders down ready to take a hit. These guys can't tackle those dudes. And that's uh I'm assuming it was a die. Could have been Rhodes out. Someone came out of the backfield and met Dawkins ten yards down. Yeah, knocked I saw Dawkins that. back. You know, uh, yeah. two yards or whatever. Because you know, Dawson's trying to come up. They don't no. have the same. They don't have the same velocity coming at each other. Right, because he's got to make the tackle. He can't try to juke him. He's coming at him and a die. I think it was a die. Just the Eagles defense averages shoulder. 117 yards per game. Uh, has given up 15 touchdowns, 91 first downs, and 14 runs of 20 plus yards. <laughs> I mean, what's crazy, Kate? It's 115, you said? 117 yards a game. If you take out the Houston game and you take out the Giants game, the first two games, right. it's going up. It's going to go up to about 122 probably. Oh, sure. And as you go to the last five games, it's probably going to be higher than that. You're probably oh, going to yeah. be 130s or something. It's awful. It's awful stuff. And that's when McNabb got hurt. We're like, oh, there goes the offense. What happened with the defense? Exactly. The defense is what's kill- killing us. Killing, killing us. us. Wins games, you know. It's so. What do you talk about? Like, I mean, we're we're here. We're not just trying to fill up minutes. We don't want to just throw an hour sportscast out there and let people make it not be interesting. I mean, and we're fun. not. Yeah, we're not. So, what do you, what is there to talk about? Maybe we should just stop and go home. <laughs> All right, let's stop. Let's talk about this. Maybe we can talk about the Sixers being a half game out of the first place. Well, yeah. Well, look at that. Look at the division. They're all got like five and eleven, five and twelve, seven and eight. It, uh, 
the, the division is all losers. Yes. All sacks of losers. And we're at the like almost at the bottom of the sack. But we're also at the top of the sack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's um ring the bell, please, because here's number one of maybe five or six of these this year. Allen Iverson faces fine for skipping team function, leaves practice early. Very nice. That's practice. Very nice. Practice. <laughs> he scored 45 points. No the other big day. deal. No Doesn't big say deal. why. Um, doesn't say doesn't say why. Also, um, I want to. They was, hung pretty tough against the Heat too. Sure, they did. They, they have a huge lead, and yeah. Dwayne Wade. But you know what's funny about that Heat game? It's not funny, but it's true. Dwayne Wade had more assists than the entire Sixers team wow. during that game. That's because Allen Iverson had forty five points, that, and he took however many shots. However. That's not how you win basketball games. No and, way. And, and Miami showed you the Sixers can have whatever lead they want. They're not going to win games if they don't have the same amount of assists as the point guard for the Heat. Hey, you, you can see that in the history of AI's whole I agree. tenure. I agree. I he scores believe. all these m- crazy points, but they still lose the game all the time. I firmly, firmly believe. Pass the ball around a little bit. I firmly, firmly believe that they are just that they're as good a team with AI as they are without him. Because the other guys will take the shots. Don't you think he's got to go? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I thought you said a couple weeks ago you said he should stay. Remember I said you got to get rid of him. So well, we can get stop. rid of him for what? I mean, Ab, you can't just, just to get a new, fresh. We build around Allen Iverson. I uh, say it every week. I agree with you, Ev, but Billy King seems to disagree. And you know what? He gets more of a benefit of the doubt than the old Bobby Clark yeah. used to these days. So I'm going to move on from that. That's well, all that I want to talk about. A I just want to say if they do trade AI, I think they should get like a defensive point guard that can just stop down Dwayne Wade or not stop him. I mean, who's going to stop D Wade? I understand. But someone like that start. You coming could, to, Dave. You I could. probably could. Yeah. But you know what? I really don't want to bring my skills out there. I'm here for you guys. Thank not you. out there for them. I here for you that. guys. But uh, become a defensive team and then try to start building from that. But that's just me. That's good. <laughs> okay. I want to move from one. One loser. Loser to another. Yeah. Sore loser. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's Albert Pujols. Oh, oh yeah. He was snubbed guys he was snubbed his team he had a Cy Young award-winning pitcher from uh, the year before on his team he didn't do everything exceptional this year no he wasn't even he, was, he didn't play right. he was injured Ryan Howard had a good enough year where nobody should doubt it, it, no it was way. Just, I, you yeah, know what you shouldn't, you shouldn't even be you should you shouldn't even be saying those things you just gotta you know respect the winner and let it go I mean he's definitely starting to sound self-centered too because he's like you know what all I hope my numbers are good enough to get me in the Hall of Fame so now he's not even worried about his team he right. won his championship okay well now all I want to do is bat 330 Get 40 home runs, get 100 RBIs, I'll be in the Hall of Fame, and I don't have to worry about anything else. Direct quote from Albert Pujols. I see it this way. Someone who doesn't take his team to the playoffs doesn't deserve to win the MVP. That's, I would like to see him say, oh, Joe Girardi doesn't deserve manager of the year then. Without Ryan Howard, the Phillies don't win 70 games. Every game the Phillies played this year, except for the very, very last game, was meaningful to get them towards the playoffs. Right. And Ryan Howard played his ass off. His bat was crucial to this team's run. And it didn't make the and it didn't make the playoffs. They missed it by one game. Oh, did they? Yep. <laughs> like little news flash for yeah. you. They won two more games in St. Louis. And they won two more games in St. Louis. So his numbers crushed Pujols' numbers. What's the difference? I mean, what does the playoffs mean if your team doesn't have enough, the same wins in the, during the regular season? He Ryan Howard led his team to more wins than Albert Pujols right. led his team to. But uh, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for the Phillies, unfortunately for Albert Pujols, they play in a shit division. Right. So help me out, fellas. That's I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I mean, you're preaching to the choir here. When Vlad Guerrero was up in the Expos playing, yep. 
He was the best player out there. He was just incredible. Played for a horrible team. So what? You know what? The guy's going out. He's giving his 100%. He's batting 300. He's getting you these home runs. He's getting you these hits. You know what? He's going out. Can't say he's not the most valuable player to his team. And he didn't get hurt all year. Right. Pujols batted 331 with 49 home runs and 137 RBI. They are awesome numbers. While Howard hit 313 with 58 homers and 149 RBI. But here's the kicker. And this doesn't mean that Pujols deserves the MVP, but... um, this is a pretty crazy stat. Pujols struck out 50 times this year. Right. How many times do you think Ryan Howard struck out this year? 70. Uh, I was going to say probably 112. 181. Holy moly. Yeah. I believe it. So that's that's that's, that's fine, Albert Pujols is a much better hitter. What's the at-bats? I don't know. It doesn't even say here, but I heard that earlier today. Right. That's just, though, that's one strikeout a game. I'll take that from my power hitter. How many intentional walks did he have at the end of the year? Dave, totally agree. Albert Pujols is full of shit. The Cardinals are full of shit. Jim Edmonds is a punk. Punk Punk-ass punk. And also, coming into this year, everyone's saying, oh, Ryan Howard can't hit left-handers. They're going to have to take him out. They're going to have to platoon him because he can't hit it well enough. Proved everybody wrong. Great year. He did. I mean, it's a shame Pujols didn't win it. He had great numbers. But, dude, don't pull on someone else, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, why has he got to rub it in? He's got a ring. It's terrible. Yeah, he's got a ring, Evan. And that should be the most important thing. Right. You know what? We won the World Series today. This year, it's a team effort. You know? No, it probably is. He didn't get that extra million. He didn't get the cashish. Quick report, Michael Lieberthal might be going to the Dodgers along with Randy Wolf. Ooh. Might be joining him in La La Land. Do you guys miss Mike Lieberthal? Nope. Ev? No, not not as of lately, I don't. But when the season starts Last in a couple uh, years. No. Yeah, I'm not really I don't like his money that we had to pay him. Right. Either. Yeah, not really. No big deal. Guys, they can be. It's time to change the face of this team. That's what I'm the saying. And they're doing it. They're doing it. not Mike Lieberthal anymore. It's Ryan Howard. Young Bucks. Chase Utley. Jimmy Rollins. And now, Adam Eaton. Ooh. Ooh. We'll see about that. I believe Eaton went seven and eleven last year. I love that store. Adam Eaton? No, seven eleven. <laughs> Ethan Allen. <laughs> what do you get at seven when you go in there for a freshman? Slurpee and pretzel. Slurpee and a pretzel. What kind of Slurpee? Usually Coke. Coke? Yes. Emily, what's your favorite kind of Slurpee? I don't go in that store. I don't know. Why not? Because the fluorescent light feels like they're sucking the brain out of my eyeballs <laughs> when I go in there. It freaks me out. What's your convenience store? I love Joe versus Avocado. You got to go the Wawa. It's got Wawa. everything for you. Wawa's you can get Wawa. anything you want there and, uh, you know, Ooh, get I a hope- hoagie there. That's not four days old. You, you know, things hoagie like that. there? What about Fry's Deli, Pendel? 19 Bellevue Ave, one of the best hoagies of all the tri-state area. Well, there's no doubt about that. Fry's Deli does have some of the best hoags on earth. But recently at 7-Eleven, not to get off topic, they do make a Sunkiss Slurpee, which is awesome. Really? Yes. Speaking now, of, have you would try the Sunkiss Slurpee. You had to agree with that. If someone walked out of the store and gave it to me. Okay. I will okay. pick one up tomorrow for you. Swing on by. How the hell did we get on this topic? Well, I don't know. Because of Adam Eaton's goddamn record. Adam Eaton. Get it? Eaton? <laughs> Adam Eaton 7-Eleven, bitch. Um, what do you guys feel? He's just, he's just a wolf replacement, right? It's a shame he's coming off injuries every year. That's going to be the biggest concern. But as our number three, or you could say number five, wherever number he's going to yeah. fall in, I mean... Jamie Moore, John Lieber, they he, should maybe, they should do fine this year. Maybe Eaton steps it up a little bit. Maybe he can pitch a little bit better than Wolfie can. But there's a huge dilemma for the Phillies right now: is how do you replace the Wolf Pack? What does what does Eaton do? How do you? What, what were the uh, Chase's checks? Chase's you can't checks. take away from Great. Chase's checks. Yeah, no. we need those. We uh, we did we do have a picture of Chase's checks from a, a past cast that which was very nice. Past cast, I was digging it. Um, but I, I don't know any uh, things that's going to take over for right, Wolfpack. But do, do, are you guys back back to business though? Are you are you concerned that the Phillies haven't signed anybody to, to follow um, Howard in the lineup? From what I understand now is Gillick is singing a new tune because 
all of a sudden, because of what Soriano's getting paid and what all these sluggers are getting paid, pseudo-sluggers too, yeah. they're not really super talented, that Pat Burrell is now the bargain on the block for anybody who wants a right-handed power hitter. Granted, he stinks. He does stink. But they might keep him simply because he's cheap. At $13 million a year, he's cheap. I would probably have to agree with him. I mean... I agree with him, too. Yeah, I mean... Carlos Lee is a good player. Is he going to bring in that bat? He could always slump. You never know. You know what? Go with Pat. It would have been no, nice if they could have brought in like Manny Ramirez. That would be awesome as a right fielder. fielder sweet. I'll, t- I'll, take all the, I'll take all the BS with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take all the BS too. He keeps hitting the ball out of the park. Especially in the Philly Park. Citizens Bank. Yeah. Forget about it. I don't know, man. I just don't I don't have the, I don't have a good feeling about Pat Burrell this year at all. Now, what do you guys think about the uh, the rotation? Let's go back to the rotation for a second. You got Moyer. You got Lieber. Moyer's 43. Lieber's up there. Do you think we're going to get some injuries this year? I mean, it's totally going to happen. There's a good chance. Some I mean, people yeah. are going to get hurt. It's not like they're not going to get it hurt, but hopefully we can they can minimize it. Bring up Franklin. <laughs> I don't know who's that. Who's that other guy that pitched really well? That um, Gonzalez. Got, yeah, he, that was a part of the trade from uh, down south. What was that? Was it Arizona? Who did they trade big Padilla when they got uh, Texas? Texas. Texas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, something's gonna have to happen there. So we're still. I'm still shady on our on our rotation. We got major bullpen problems that aren't happening. That's, oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. You know, we don't bring in a big slugger. We'll we'll get around that. Well, we got hitters of- let, that out. We got good hitters. We right. got good people that get on base. I'm scared in the sixth seventh inning, boys. There's a lot of time left before the season starts spring training so let's just move on from the Phillies well that's real quick the Phillies do have a lot of young pitchers that you can bring up let them do the middle relief let them do some long relief Not well I hope so Madsen, well I didn't do that last year Madsen well, is that you, you well, got no no no, no 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 See, Madsen he was that kind of pitcher you know what they thought he was gonna be a starter they put him in there he failed Miserably, he failed, and then they they did mid relief on him. Right, and right. I mean they brought in you know. Well, Madison. I don't want Madsen as a mid relief. Right, but they do have younger pitchers down there that they have to work up. You just can't say, hey, you're a good young pitcher, and you That's know the true. blue claws. Let's right. put you up in the majors, build him up some. This guy Gonzalez, I mean, he didn't have a great record. I think he had a real low ERA, which is the most important thing sure. when you're down there. He might be ready. He might have good command now. And who knows what's going on with Gavin Floyd? Oh, is he uh, done? Jesus uh, uh, you're gonna need uh, relief pitching. What are you going to do? You're going to go sign Arthur Rhodes? Boy, that well, would be great. You. I don't I know. Why not yeah. sign Arthur Rhodes? I thought he was horrible. Well, Gavin Floyd's awful as well. Jeff Geary. As a starter. Jeff Geary and Foltz. I mean, they didn't do that bad. They were called on a lot. When Randy they Wolf were. comes back, when he came back, he pitched five innings. The guy was 5-0 right. and oh or whatever. Right. Hey, that's great, but you're only pitching five innings. You're right. How do you think he's going to do in uh, L.A.? I think Let's Tommy Go Mets Jones. came up with a, a great little, his quote when he said, you know what, he's going to go out there. He's in a nice park now. He should do fine out there. And he's going to just drive up his price next year. He'll probably be 10 and 8, 11 and 8, something like that. Have an okay ERA, get another big contract. Speaking yeah. of Let's Go Mets and his forum, if you will, bad word because we're talking about the Philly forum, but Let's Go Mets has a place to talk. Pearface has a place to talk. <laughs> and Big Blue has a place to talk. And it's time for the Pearface slash Big Blue argument of the week. Oh, we can be heroes just for one day. When can we get these guys in the same building? I am looking I don't know forward if we can do to that. it. I am looking forward to it. It'll be a fun ride. And I, I guess that's a really good way to start. I'm going to start playing the seeds of a Philly Sportscast get-together. Sometime we're going to do it in the spring, maybe, or in the winter, to just to, when there's really nothing to talk about, right before we do the maybe the Sports Illustrated right after, edition, yeah. that we um, we all get together somewhere in Philly, Center City, sit at a bar, and drink our faces off and laugh, laugh, laugh about some of the things that are going on in the forums, some of the things that are going on in the podcast, meet some people. I'm sure awesome. everybody's a great guy, so we'll definitely try to schedule it. If Sounds anybody great. wants to fly in from uh, Tokyo. Down with a party. 
or Australia, yeah. come on up. It'd be great to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah fly on in. We'd love to meet everybody. So this is the pear face slash big blue argument of the week. I don't necessarily like the way these two are going at it myself because you know you you try to keep it clean, but they're backing. Well, what they're, they're keeping it clean, but they're back. Yeah, they are keeping it clean, but they're backing what they're saying up with facts, which is awesome. Which is awesome, and it's a great discussion. Hasn't gotten out of control yet, but here are some highlights or lowlights, if you will. Okay, the um, post topic will be linked to in the forum. So whether you get this via RSS or you come to the site and get it, you'll have a link to it because I'm going to link to this as I do the sports cade. So it's the post entitled, it's 8.58 left in the second quarter and a die already has three. And I, I started that myself. Oh, very nice. Right. In the middle, when there was 8.58 left in the game. <laughs> In the, second, in the first quarter. And I already had three touchdowns? In the first half. I'm sorry. And I already had three touchdowns. So this is going on all week. And um, Pearface and Big Blue are having a little fun with each other. And what happens is they start talking about McNabb and about injuries. And every once in a while, let's go Mets, stick something in there. But it's just not really worth mentioning any of his um, posts. He should stick to baseball. He does have good baseball ones. We'll give him really good right. baseball. But he'll even admit that. Some of his posts, he starts off. I know nothing about football, yeah. but da-da-da-da-da. So Pearface says a couple things, and Big Blue says a couple things, and then Big Blue quotes Pearface and says, McNabb is still the best quarterback in the division. And then Big Blue writes about his quote, about Pearface's quote, McNabb has a torn ACL. What is he doing for his team this Sunday? <laughs> Modeling his new clothing line? <laughs> and I don't think Pearface took too kindly no, to that. No, not at all. <laughs> Don't make fun of the franchise quarterback that's hurt. Yeah, please don't. Pearface responds with this. Your pretzel logic is so flawed at this point, it's beyond words. You say the Eagles are going to be out of it for a few years, even though McNabb's industry status is unclear. If the Eagles have their entire franchise riding on McNabb, as you say, what if he's 100% healthy by training camp? Carson Palmer suffered a worse injury in January of this year and was ready to go on opening day in September. You brought up reading comprehension. Maybe if you had a better grip on the language, people would know what you're trying to say. There you go. That's what a Giants fan. Yep. And then here's what Big Blue has to say about that. They start arguing about how bad a knee injury is. <laughs> Once again, you missed the point. McNabb, like Culpepper, relies on his mobility. Palmer does not. You're acting like a torn ACL is not a serious injury. And I agree with Big Blue there a little bit because Paraphrase has no idea when McNabb is going to be back. Right. So Carson Palmer, no Carson Palmer. It's not the same thing. On paper, which is what um, Paraphrase had to say. paper? <laughs> on the field, they are two completely different quarterbacks. I'll take a healthy Eli next season over a limping $115 million quitter, which Big Blue is full of stuff on that he one. He kept calling him a quitter, and that's just driving yeah. Pearface nuts. He's calling McNabb a quitter, and Pearface is just choking on it. Pairing him to Eli, you can't do that either. Well, dude, that's, I don't even know if the Giants are going to take Eli next year. He's the not, uh, not going to be a starter next year. So Big Blue ends this po- particular post that we're talking about with this. Eli choked in the playoffs against the Panthers. That's all I hear from Eagles fans. At least he finished the game, unlike McNabb, who quit a against the Panthers in the NFC Championship game and left his team to rot. And you know, you're right, Dave. Paraphrase does not like anybody talking stuff about the $115 million franchise quarterback. <laughs> That's what you gotta love about Paraphrase. Huh? And this is where Paraphrase comes, goes start going with both barrels. More revisionist history from the big blue idiot. When you... <laughs> When you take a crap in the morning, how do you know whether to wipe or not? Now you're trying to revise games from three years ago. If you even watch that NFC game, 
NFC Championship game. You would have seen that McNabb took a cheap shot to his ribs while he was already on the ground. He got up and played for another quarter with the injury. Not much else to say about that. He didn't quit. You're such a lost cause at this point that it's kind of just sad. Just give it up already and keep what little dignity you have left. By the way, have you ever watched Carson Palmer play? He frequently throws on the run. He's not the pure pocket placer you claim. And then Big Blue comes back with this one. You are completely wrong with your pompous claims. <laughs> McNabb quit and Palmer is a pocket passer. Now, this is where Big Blue starts going for under the belt. He calls him Lie Face. <laughs> Lie Face would be a more appropriate name for you. And this is where Pearface has just had enough. At one point, though, Big Blue comes out and says, oh, Pearface, you do come out with some really good points and all that. Seems like he's trying to, hey, let's be nice. Yeah. And Pearface comes out, karate chop to the yep. face. That, that was in the post where um, Big Blue talks about McNabb's rib injury. And then this is where Pearface comes with his karate chop. Nice of you to provide a diagnosis, Dr. Blue Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your license to practice medicine? And uh, Big Blue quotes Pearface on the, about the Dr. Blue Ball's comment. And then this is what uh, Big Blue writes. He goes, look it up, Skolnick. How serious was the rib injury? And that's a Revenge of the Nerds um, reference, reference that Dave pointed out. Okay, now Pearface is just getting really angry now. And this is what he says. And I'll close this post and everybody can read it. But this is where the, this is where it just starts check getting. Check this post out. Yeah, check yeah, this post. Yeah, because this keeps going. It is hilarious. You know, instead of getting into drawn-out discussion with you over unsupported, unstantiated claims, I'm just going to call your post Charmin. <laughs> So every time you pull a bogus fact out of your ass, I'll say Charmin, and you'll know to wipe. Reggie White is a retired Packer? Charmin. McNabb quit in the 2004 NFC Champion game? Charmin. Big Blue has been with a woman at least one occasion. <laughs> that is the Pearface post of the week. Well, he goes right for the character. He it's does. no more facts he anymore. Does. Maybe we shouldn't meet and greet. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. You can't. Yeah, maybe you can't. Because really... then, like, if you meet him and you have beers with him, and you, start, uh, you don't, you don't have the, you don't have the craziness. On oh him. no, Bareface will still go at him. And That's then I like to hear. It we'll out. close this post out with what five Super Bowl rings says. Most probably his best insightful post says. Finally, something insightful. Charmin, that's a classic. <laughs> this is the funniest <laughs> statement on this board yet. Keep it up, Pearface. I'll tell you what, Char- Blue, Big Blue is now Charmin. I mean, that is it. And not just because he's a Giants fan. You know, that makes me want to puke and poop at the same time anyway. But Pearface is, you know, keeping the Eagles pride alive and keeping the Philly he's sports up there, rep- pride He's alive. representing, I'll tell you. Big Blue's got to come with something against Pearface. He's got to step lot of, up. we got a lot of infiltrators with the, with the New York teams coming in on our site. Gotta love it. And also, as that's going on, underneath Romo for real, they get in a big argument about Reggie White retiring as a cow or not as a cowboy my fault as a packer, packer or bird yeah a bird or a panther right on so, so it was awesome let's um we, all these posts can be found in phillysportscast.com backslash philly forum in the um philadelphia eagles topic so guys you know it's nice as we've been doing paraphrase posts now it seems like these young guns are coming up saying how can i make a name for myself That's on the right. forum Right. Let me go tried. after lie face. So, guys, I'll tell you what. You say Charmin, though. You can't beat that stuff. He's got the gold medal. He's got it. Well, isn't that – I always say Charmin because all the New York fans smell like poop. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they just don't get that hardcore action wipe going that they need. They have You have to wipe your ass. you agree with me, guys? Always. you got to clean yourself, Giants fans. Okay, let's uh, move on to the money line. Thank you. 
guaranteed money. Guaranteed oh, yeah. money line. Dave, he was four and one last week. Amazing. Two years in a row. There's three things that happen on Thanksgiving now. Turkey, beer, and uh, winning money watching football. And Thanks, guys. I don't need just to watch football. Now I get to win money. And one more thing. As everybody has seen who's downloaded this podcast, the image that has come with it, the turkey bowl image. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that picture is a sinister. Picture. E-Money, <laughs> I want to give a double thumbs up to you and me for winning this year's turkey bowl. Yes. And Davey, boy. Come on, he's on the team. Oh, Dave, you were on our team. I'm sorry. I'm Jeez. so sorry. How quickly so you... I had that sorry. clinching interception I'm there. so sorry. Yes, you did. How I apologize. you forget about the D. I I apologize 100%. Guys, look at us. We made up one-third of our... Well, jeez. Half of our uh, turkey bowl. Actually, there was five of us. Well, there were six of us because we had the... Uh... I sent that picture out, and there was there's 11 of us in the picture. And uh, one guy comes back to me in my forward. He goes, where's the other team? <laughs> <laughs> I we said uh, it was uh, six on six, but it really wasn't six on six. Because we had to do a sub, so right. it was fun. You'll see the image. It's on the front page of the sportscast, so definitely take a look at it. If you are listening, Bruno, thank you. I also want to make a quick announcement that I hooked up an RSS feed for all of the forums. So if anybody who doesn't want to come to the forums every day, they can grab the RSS feed from the forums, and they can read it in their RSS reader anytime they want. Tell me, as a non-computer geek like yourself, what is an RSS feed? Like, how do I have It says use a computer desktop RSS feed or something else i don't know how to get it well there's RSS there's feed. web-based rss feeds like blog lines google reader okay. and my yahoo my and my google you could actually put the philly form on your customized front page google page if you okay know. like it has a r you know put in a url put the url on and it starts reading the feed so i go right to google i can find this rs feed on it or no there's a thing called if you go to um google.com backslash reader okay there's a thing called Google Reader, you sign okay. in, and you can put your different... You can put Philly Sportscast um, oh, awesome. podcast in there. So what it was cool about Google Reader is if you put the Philly Sportscast podcast RSS feed in there, it has a little um, play button at the bottom. So you can just listen to it in that rather than going to the site and listening to it. Okay. 95% of all the people who listen to this podcast listen to it through a podcatcher or iTunes or something like that. Right. That's I go through iTunes, but that's I right. don't know how to get the form. So this is iTunes for text. Okay. So you can do it through the form, and there's a URL for the forums on, at the top of every one. It's a sticky. Grab it. You'll have some fun with it. Also, I want to say that Evans, um, E-Money Money Line. from last week. No, from this week oh. and going forward. But we'll just say this week is sponsored by SportsCade.com, www.SportsCade.com. Well, thanks a lot for that too, SportsCade. They and finally realizing greatness over yep, there. Exactly. And there is a little section in there called the Sports Gambler. The two, so well, I, lo- I love the Sports Gambler. Yeah, cause because, it's, you know, you get your lines. You can get your lines and they're, they're updated all the time. You go on there. And if you uh, want to place a bet... It can send you to any place that you want to do it legitimately on the uh, on the computer. That's all nice. It's good stuff. Very good stuff. Evan, so what do you got for us this week after you're going 4-1? It's amazing. Thank it you. is amazing. Wait a second. Can I can I get can I get something, Dave? Can I break this down for Gentlemen, one second? Gentlemen, it's not easy to do. I'm going to break it down for one second. He wakes up in the morning like the rest of us. He puts his pants on one leg at a time, right? I would assume so. He goes out to Turkey Bowl, wins a Turkey Bowl game, has a couple beers with us in the parking lot. And you know, how fitting is it that this, it's the three <laughs> schleps? <laughs> it's us three. Sitting in the pouring rain <laughs> in the parking the lot of what's the name of that park? Poplar Park. Poplar Park in Middletown Township, Langhorn, Pennsylvania. And we're sitting in there pour in the pouring rain. It's noon. Oh, it's Free- not even noon yet. It's it was 10 30. Freezing. Yeah, it's not even noon yet. And um throwing a couple back. <laughs> we throw a couple back. So he wins a turkey ball game, goes home. Takes a shower. I'm assuming he doesn't like do some kind of celestial thing. Goes and eats turkey. Like the rest of us, right? 
But you know what, human being. You know what Evan does that we don't do? What's that? He goes three and zero oh on Turkey Day. Yes, I do, and that was very nice, very, very like nice. Bruce, Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> he makes hit records. It's just like that new TV show, Heroes. Evan has some kind of power. We don't know. Somebody's definitely talking to him. We don't him. know. Who's talking to you, Ev? Is talking it to myself. Lombardi? Talking to myself. Is it the coach? Yeah. <laughs> so, Ev, I hear that you have a trimmed down money line this week. Trimmed down money line. Um, first of all, everybody, I want everybody to know who's betting this week. It's gonna. It's a tough week out there. It's a real tough week. You're getting a week 13. You're getting a lot of wild card uh, potentials and clinchers. And they're uh, must wins for these guys. And they go all balls to the wall. So, it's very tough to work these lines. Uh, but one line in particular that I absolutely adore is the San Diego Buffalo game. Um, San Diego San Diego is minus six against Buffalo, of course, and they're playing at Buffalo. It's it's ridiculous that it's only six because Buffalo has managed to win a couple games right. in a row. And uh, but didn't they do it last week with a touchdown return? Intercept? I'm not sure. I think it was a, a punt return or something like that. Yeah, well, that was that was pretty crazy. They're, they're by the skin of their teeth, they're winning these two games. Right. And uh, I mean, it, it's all LT right now. LT, LT, LT. San Diego's coming all coming into Buffalo team that is ranked 21st in the league, giving up in the league on rushing, giving up 135 yards a game. All right? They let up 20 yards or more 20 times so far this year. There you go. There I you mean, go. Got that from Sportscape. Yep. So this is this is the crazy. While LT, we all know, he's averaging five yards a carry. Sick. He's an un- incredible. He is. He, he's all the Pistons are firing on that yeah. team if right I now. I really never thought he could turn it up, he turned it right, turns it right on. I mean, need I say more? Was he the first pick in our fantasy this year? Uh, no, Woody did some crazy Yeah, thing. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander, okay. How do you do that? Oh, he had 25 TDs last yeah, year or whatever. Man. He was on every cover of every fantasy magazine. And he was also on the cover of ESP or Madden Football. Amazing. When are people going to realize not to get on that? Thing? I don't know. Everybody wants to be on it. They don't care. Really? They yeah. want to be the first one to prove it wrong. Yep. Do they? Um, do they get any cashish for that? Oh, they get tons of cashish. Well, money talks. Exactly. And who's walk? <laughs> Yes, they and do. LT runs. Okay, yes, Mike. he does. And Philip Rivers, he's doing an amazing job. I mean, an absolutely amazing job for his first year starter out. Yeah. I will say this though, also about Drew Brees. How about that cat, man? Sorry, money, but yeah, I, I agree though. I and mean, that's what's amazing about Philip Rivers though. He's he's stepping in for Drew Brees. Everyone's right. like, oh, all they're going to be able to do is run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Dave, is that your retainer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look for look for um, you know Rivers to get the ball to Antonio Gates. I mean, the Bills are just not a good team. I mean, True. they're five and six, but. So are the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? Word. Wow. You know, and look, for, look, look for Rivers to get 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 the ball downfield, make some things happen. The Bills have won two in a row, but they look horrible doing it. McGahee, he's the whole team. I mean, he's got the whole team on his shoulders. What's his name? Willis McGahee. Gotcha. <laughs> what was that about? Did I say it too fast? Gahee. Sorry, I just, uh, that's perfectly okay. I go mean. ahead. <laughs> And he's running against a defense that's ranked ninth in the NFL. I mean, the average 95 yards a game against them. They yield 95 yards a game. That's nothing. Right. I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, one guy doing 195 yards a game uh, is okay. It's really nice. But, you know, over the course of 12 weeks, holding someone to 90, holding a team to 95 yards, that's good stuff. Right. And uh, I, I'm telling you, San Diego, I mean, they're a West Coast team, and we know that it's all LT. Philip Rose looking good. This team is a playoff team, of course, but they got some possible Super Bowl potential here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they could be the toast of the AFC. They could. I mean, this is something we got to talk about. You know? Is uh, Merriman back this week? That's or? the thing. Merriman is back.
back this is week. Is he really? Yes, he is. Wow. He's coming back, and he's going to be a factor, if not physically, at least mentally for that. Good. For that, That's for emotional that coming back. Do you know what he has to do, though? Go for it. He has to wear a needle on his helmet, in the back of his helmet, to show that he's. it's like a scarlet letter in the NFL now. <laughs> and in the needle, next to the needle, is a bunch of ass cheeks. Oh, and also, you know, we're talking about the Chargers defense. Hello, number one in the league in sacks, 41 of them. Wow. Lopsman, Looseman, Loopyman. Loserman. Whatever you want to call him, he's going to have a really long day. Uh, Lossman, he's good, but he's not good with the long ball. I mean, he had 196 yards last week, 176 the week before. He does, He's not a big long ball thrower. He's, you know, he's winning these games, but they're not winning games. You know what I mean? It's not. It's weird. I catch your vibe, Ev. You got a vibe going, and I catch it. And this week will be no different. Lossman's not going to be able to make things What's happen. the line, Ev? The six. line is six. The only question I have, is there any snow up there this weekend? Don't know about the snow. That's the only thing I I'd be worried about. You check the sports gambler on Sportscade, they will tell you. Yeah, that's If I was betting that on Sunday, I would check to just see what the weather's going to be or like. Or just go to weather.com. True. Awesome pick, though. Awesome pick, I agree. San Diego uh, is hot. So that's what we're going to do. It's a single money line this week. Okay, Dave, I'm going to throw three lines at you. You tell me which one you'd like to reach around on. Three lines for you, Dave. I hear cricket. St. Louis Rams minus six and a half with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, That's one. Touch that What's the over-under of that? The over-under is Ooh. I have 46 and a half here. Chiefs plus five. See, I like the Chiefs. Over the Browns. That's like the fifth week you picked That's the why Chiefs. I didn't take them because I don't want no shit from you guys. <laughs> That's the only reason why I mentioned it. I'm like, we can't go a podcast without the Chiefs being mentioned. I, dude, but I won every fucking time yeah. I picked the Chiefs. And a battle of the booby teams. Oakland versus who? Oakland versus Texas. Oh, wow. You don't even touch that. Oakland one. minus three. Oakland is a favorite at home. Don't touch that. No, no. Talk How to can the Oakland Raiders talk Jets, Green Bay. Well, at least let's talk the Kansas people. City game. You want to talk the Kansas City game? All right, let's, let's do it. Here's our, Evan, we're reaching around. This is our reach around. Yeah, you're reach around. I want to be a guy. I want to be on the other side. Okay, you're okay. on the other side. You guys do it. You guys do it. Dave, Cleveland plus five at home against Kansas City. How do you feel? I'm going to have to go with KC. Cleveland just got shut out last week against Cincinnati. Their first shutout since 1989, I believe they said. Possibly. Which is just amazing because Cincinnati's not a defensive team. They are offense. They got Cinco Ocho out there. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cincinnati's totally coming alive right now. But uh, Kansas City is in a major, major run for this AFC West. You got San Diego out there. You got Denver. Denver switching their quarterback. Yep. Kansas City's got to stay with these guys. Yep, because Denver's going to slip. Kansas City's going to run up. And they played on Thursday. So they have longer time to rest. Kansas uh, City played Yeah, they Thursday. played Thursday night last week. Yeah, they got- So they got that longer time, longer time for prep. You know, these are these are all factors. The line's five. That's a scary line. But let's talk about the KC defense. I don't. Are they going to be able to handle? Um, was it Rudy Johnson over there? Or? No, they no, have I mean, what's drones, called? drones, and Fry and drones. Winslow. See, they're just they're just that team is going to be playing for pride. Who Cleveland? Cleveland? But dude, if you remember at the end of the game last week, I wasn't even the end of the game. But sometime in the fourth quarter, when uh, Braylon Edwards was freaking out freaking against out. Fry. Yep, and then you can't have that stuff. No. So uh, I love that pick. That's a great. That's a great reach. Around. Kansas City. Tony Gonzalez is looking great again. I agree. I yeah. mean, he's getting he's, to go out. He's a go-to passes. guy yeah. now again. Finally. Yeah, and Cleveland's got. I mean, they just got shellacked. Right. And they're they just they're packing it in. Even now, though they're why, home. Now, why is the line only five? 
That's because, the question. Because they're home. It's they're, Kansas City's on the road. Kansas City plays differently on the road yes, than they do. Yes, they do. But they are going to have to win this game because they of the potential playoff situation that they're going to be in. I agree. They beat Denver already. They have to keep pace. They right. have to keep pace. It's right. so important to keep pace. And it, they have to win games but like they this. They have to win, but they have to win and cover. Guys, it's not the same thing. Oh, I think they'll cover. I mean, it's All right. not even a touchdown. 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 Yeah. 17-10, 27-20. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm 27-10. saying probably 28-7, something Could like something that. Like yeah, that. I think I like that. Yeah, I think they're going to have no problem. I mean, All right. I Cleveland do- doesn't look like the real deal to me. Especially after last week, they're not the real deal. They're not. Right. They're out of playoff contention. They got nothing going on now. Parting shot, e money. Um, I just wanted to mention. Uh, what is it? It's November thirtieth today. December first tomorrow. tomorrow. You got the Pensbury Falcons in Pensbury, Pennsylvania. They're in it. The state champions. They're not in the going to the state champions yet, but they're in the playoffs. They're still in the playoff hunt. It's a little local vibe. They're playing Ridley on Saturday. They're going down. The, they're going down to Delaware County, a little Delco. See what happens with that. Well, it's it's all local in the Philadelphia in the Philly sportscast, but it's all local to us in Lower Bucks County, that we're, where we're broadcasting from. Right. I also want to say, in addition to what Evan just said, it's um, late November. Tomorrow is December first. It was seventy degrees today, <laughs> and it's going to be seventy degrees tomorrow. Let's celebrate that. It's going to rain tomorrow. Global warming. Al Gore was right. <laughs> this party is going to come crashing down. Anything else, Emily? You know what? That's it, Dave. This weekend, uh, they're putting out all the bowl bids. So we get to see who's playing who. The only thing I don't like, the Bulls are getting too late. The BCS Bowl is January 7th this year. Really? I yeah. agree. It's just getting too late. I loved when it was like the whole month of December, January 1st, and it was over. We got to watch 20 games in 20 oh, yeah. days. That you used know? to be the best. You, just, you sit around in your PJs on New Year's Day and you rub watch your belly and watch games, football yeah. all day. Yo, what's going on with that? Because waiting for prime television. time. Yeah. Money, yeah, television. Money, 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 money. That's crap. it. It's crap. They want to play Sunday. It's crap. Prime time. Yep. Is that it? That's it. But it's going to be great seeing who's getting to play who. Who's, right. who's big playing? Games. Is, it UC, is it USC? USC, Ohio State's what's most likely going to be unless yeah. UCLA can step up. Good luck. Doubt it, though, but good luck. Uh, I'm going to use my parting shot to stay on Dave's, close to Dave's point. I am just appalled, like I am every year, but I'm appalled this year mostly, that Notre Dame is going to get a BCS. Bid. Okay. That's bullshit. It is bull S because they just got, they, okay, they lost two games this year, right? They lost to Michigan at home, got manhandled. Yes. They lost on the road to USC and got manhandled. That game wasn't even close. They were playing for everything. That team was playing for everything and could not make it happen. And they're getting a BCS bid with two losses when how many teams with one loss are going to be sitting on the sidelines it's a travesty and you know what Notre Dame the Golden Domers you guys can all you make me want to throw up everybody else anybody else it's all money though yeah I mean money talks NBC money talks independent BS I'm so sick of that's why they're independent like we said last week, they get to play Air Force, Navy, Army. Yeah, what the hell's they're not playing anybody. Good. Right. They what get to choose who they want to play. What a great place! They choose their own schedule. Yeah, they play Penn start. State this year. Yeah, they play Penn State next North year. North Carolina, they played North Carolina. Raise up. Sweet Carolina. Oh, 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 they played UCLA this year. I haven't played them since like 1965. Oh, the West Coast girls are... Okay, yeah, we're... Okay, we're getting a little punchy here. Good, Good night, night. everybody.